We should make a t-shirt that says, sorry, Josh. <laughs> C2.com, love is an anagram of vol. Okay. And that seems accurate. Does it? (laughs) I mean, the letters are rearranged. I only know voles from, like, Red Ball. I do not spell love with my brain. (laughs) He who spells love with his brain has forgotten the face of his father. I spell love with my heart. There you go. There you go. Damn. Yeah, that was the other thing we did this week was we watched the Dark Tower movie. It's so bad. <laughs> Holy shit. I feel so bad for it's so bad. Idris Elba and Matthew and McConaughey. McConaughey, who was just like, yeah. They're amazing actors, which is like a terrible movie. Yes. All right. Well, all right. Welcome to the show. This is the Love to Hate podcast. I am Brad. With me tonight is Nika. I am Nika. And Steph. I have not forgotten the face of my father. Okay, that's good. And Kim I wish I could forget the face of my father. <laughs> All you gotta do is spell love with your brain and you will have forgotten it. Dang. Hell yeah. <laughs> cool. Good. But then I look in the mirror and I look just like him. <laughs> Anyways, welcome to Love to Hate. Uh, every week, me and my three uh, best of friends here, we talk about things that we either like or hate. And uh, this season... We are doing themed episodes, and on this season, we are doing something that was requested by uh, one of our patrons, Bapperson. Bapperson! Bapperson! Bap city, bitch! Bap, bap city, bitch! (laughs) So so, uh, he wished upon a star and wondered where we are and if we would do Disney, and we made his dreams come true with this episode. Shit. (laughs) <laughs> that's all we can play that's copyright <laughs> the mouse gonna get you Nika I didn't play 10 seconds of it <laughs> so did I ever tell you guys that the Disney theme song was part of the Christmas music package at my work this year what yeah oh. so like mixed in with like Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer and like fucking Santa Claus or whatever was that's crazy oh my god I mean, it is, like, soothing. It was, like, orchestral and kind of magical sounding. Yeah, I think whoever was at the wheel of that playlist was not paying attention. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So we talked about Bapperson, but we have a a much better boy. Not that Bapperson's bad. I feel like that's... All right. We've got a Tony Saponi. (laughs) We got to shake around Tony Saponi. We got to shake around shots for Tony Saponi. Tony. Hey, you know who the boss is? It's Tony. <gasps> it's Tony Saponi. I feel this like he the needs the day of our podcast wedding. <laughs> you come to okay. me on this, my Patreon for the podcast, <laughs> <laughs> and you gave us twenty dollars a month. Oh my god! For a long enough time period that we had to do shots not once but twice for you. <laughs> <laughs> so to you, Tony, I, Brett, I say thank you. Oh, God. What if we're being so racist to Tony right now? Like, oh, God. It's fine. Uh, I'm Italian. <laughs> oh, that's true. Nick is Italian. We're fine. She's letting us use her Italian. I feel like we card. asked him how to pronounce his name. And think, he was like, yeah, it's a pony. I think so. I that's a good name. I think, no, I, I know. We kept calling An- calling him Anthony, and he was like, you cunts. I'm going to call me Tony. <laughs> I don't remember the last name. 
Anyways, uh, Tony is a, is a wonderful person, mm-hmm. and we're yes. getting drunk now. So what's everybody drinking? Nika? Vodka teas. Vodka teas. Kim? I'm drinking a delicious concoction of kitchen sake, St. Germain, and a little dash of lime. Ooh. Waifu? Rosé. She's drinking the rosé, and I am doing tequila. Let's do this. Who wants to start our Irish blessing? Ooh. Okay, I will. Um, never have I met someone as fun as Tony. I am pretty sure he is not a brony. <laughs> Only for Tony would I feel so foolish. If there's a way I would never describe him, it would be ghoulish. There you go. <laughs> he is Tony Saponi. And he is not a phony. Or Yay! a Japanese. Let's drink. Tony. Tony. We're sorry. Opa. Please, if that was offensive, Bubble. let us know. Yeah. And we'll yum, cut it out. <laughs> Alright, anyway, so this uh this episode, uh, as I mentioned earlier, we are doing Disney. Things that we love and hate about Disney. Um and I am actually gonna kick us off. <gasps> um So Brad, what do you love about Disney? I love lots of things about Dis- Disney, but mostly I love one man. His ah. name is his name is Alan Menken. Ah, damn it. <laughs> if, you, if you're familiar with pretty much any of the Disney movies from the 90s, it, it was written by Alan Menken. Be- well, the music was. The music was, yeah. The music was written by Alan Menken. In, in 92, we're like, hey, I want to show you a whole new world. And then you sang the song to the girl you had a crush on. Boom. Alan Menken. If, if you're <laughs> the king of New York because you like Newsies, boom. Oh, shit. Alan Menken. He also did Pocahontas and The Hunchback of Notre Dame and Hercules. That's right. He worked with the great one, Michael Bolton. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Wait, Wayne Gretzky? No. <laughs> no, Michael Bolton. Like, That's all, such the, a Canadian all our Canadian response. listeners are laughing really hard right now. That's the whole point. That's why I did it that way. Um, other things that he did. Uh, live action. He did uh, uh, fucking The Shaggy Dog. Enchanted. Okay, well, let's tangle. not lead with the Shaggy Dog. <laughs> Shaggy Dog is a good movie. I don't care. Uh, uh, he did Tangle. Tangle is fucking he did great. Tangle. And he worked on. He, he worked. He's working right now as we speak with Lin Manuel Miranda <gasps> on the live action film version of Little Mermaid. Ooh. Oh, oh, they're doing a live action version. Oh, uh, hell I mean, yeah, girl! That's what's up. They're doing a live action of basically every animated movie from the 80s and 90s, if, which if, I am mad about. I'm just going to throw that out there. If <laughs> all of that is not enough for you, how about this fat stat? Only one composer, Alfred Newman, has more wins in the Oscars than Alan Menken. Oh, shit. He has eight Academy Awards. Go for him. And the only other person to win more than them is Walt Disney himself. Yeah. So wow. it's yeah. like, yeah, he is... He, he also has, I think he's the most awards mm, for any yeah, living person. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, he also does musical theater. But mostly, I mean, if if you can think of any good Disney movies, mm. Little Mermaid, boom. He also did that show, uh, Gallivant. Oh yeah, that's right. Oh, he, he did write Gallivant. That show was so fucking good, and it's very sad that it's over. But if you haven't watched, I think it's on most Netflixes. If you haven't watched Galvant, go fucking watch it, because it's so funny and self-aware and has great music. He was so good that they were like, hey, we want to make this little movie about this guy named Steve Rogers, Captain America. Would you like to make some songs for it? Yup. He did. What now? Nice. <laughs> okay, what's your 
What would you say are your top five Alan Menken songs? Ooh, that's brutal. That's brutal. Um, it doesn't have to be in any particular order. It could just be a nebulous, these are my tops. I do like uh, Go the Distance from Hercules. Oh, hell yeah. I do like, oh man. Did he do Mulan? Because that, that has a lot he of He did not jams. do Mulan. Oh, okay. Ugh! He did not do Mulan. Okay. Aladdin, I do like I do like the Street Rat song. Mm. Like Riff Raff Street Rat. I don't yeah. buy that. Uh, that one's really good. I love I love fucking all of Newsies. Yeah. That's just a great fucking soundtrack. That's why we get along as human beings, is because yep. we both love Newsies. <laughs> yep. yep. Um and then I don't know. But like probably, a Little Mermaid or Beauty and the Beast? Oh yeah, well I mean Little Mermaid, uh Kiss the Girl. Wow wow It's great. <laughs> um uh, sorry, Beauty and the Beast is hard because all those songs are great. Two talking since we're talking about Beauty and the Beast, I prefer the the musical to the animated version. Oh shit! Well, both versions, you should say, right? Yes, to both yes. to both versions. The musical has a lot uh, has better music in my opinion, but the core is there. Brad, that's why we're friends. I've been in two productions of Beauty and the Beast. That's what's <laughs> up. That's what's up. <laughs> He did Rocky Five. Yeah. Wow. Well, he was a songwriter. Damn. Was well, yeah, but still, like, is that the one where he goes, "If he dies, he dies"? <laughs> is that that one? Is that that I, movie? Maybe. I don't know. Rocky Five is yeah. It's, no, Rocky Five is the one with Tommy Gunn where he trains a kid. Oh. I think. Oh yeah. Is that like the movie in every series where they like throw in a kid for some reason? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh bummer. But yeah, he wrote a lot of good stuff. Here's a lot of good music from movies, and I first experienced him thanks to the Disney. Hell yeah. So, he's good. That's all I gotta say about that. Come. Do you have anything of his that you're not a fan of? Oh, good question. I don't think so, but, like, it's, it's, it's like, a weird, like, how, like, I, I don't know how you could do that for a film composer, because, like, it's not something you feel, I mean, it's not really anything that I feel super strongly about, like, like to the point where I would dislike, like, I don't think I actively dislike any film composer. Even if it's, like, a, like, kind of a shitty earworm or something? I don't, I can't think of anything. Yeah. But, but yeah, it's good. I enjoy, I enjoy Disney musicals, and if you like Disney musicals um, from basically 1990 to 2000, you like Alan Menken. If you're a millennial... Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like the only ones he didn't write are the ones that Elton John wrote, basically. Right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, he collaborated with Stephen Schwartz a lot. Actually, he didn't do. Yeah, he didn't do Lion King. No, yeah, because that's all. That's Lion right. King is all okay, Tim yeah. Rice and Elton John. Oh, yeah. oh my God, he did Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Yeah, and Little Shop of Horrors. Yep, and, and he, like the Home Alone movies. Really? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like Alan Menken, he's Fucking great. Pocahontas, and, and, and I would say, I mean, there's there's lots of problems. Like I, I I went back and forth hardcore about whether or not I want to do a love or hate for Disney because there's a lot of problematic shit with Disney that I'm sure yep. I'm sure we'll get into throughout this episode. But oh, like, for real? Oh, I don't know anything about him. <laughs> well, no, well, not about like specifically Walt Disney, but I mean like Disney the company and their movies and the. Oh, plots I thought you meant their... Alan Menken, and I was oh, like, what did no, he do? No, 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 no. I mean strictly just like there's a lot of things that I could I could have hated upon very easily, but like when I think about Disney, uh... I think a lot large parts of it. I think about the music, and so yeah, Alan Menken, he's a good dude. You should listen to his music. That's all I have to say about that. He's good. You should vote for him. You should vote for me. Nika, <laughs> no. what do you hate? Okay, so 
I hate Hal. Now, nowadays in movies, you have lots of different family situations, but you have sometimes a mom, sometimes a dad, but you know, sometimes two moms, sometimes two dads, sometimes whatever combination there might be. Hell but yeah. you know, in Disney movies, which you never have. Oh, any parents? <laughs> you never have a goddamn mom. You oh, can have shit. a dad and you can be an orphan, but you can never have a mom unless she is <gasps> evil. And Oh my God, you're right. Or, or like... Even if she's not evil, but she's a villain. Yeah. Allow doesn't have a mom. Like, like Jasmine yeah. doesn't have a mom. Cinderella has one, but she's she's a bit of a cunt. Yeah. Ariel doesn't have a mom. Cinderella, evil stepson or think, stepmother. Uh, uh, the prince, whatever his name is from the Little Mermaid, has a mom either. I think Eric. Was, yeah. No. Does he even have a dad? I think he has a dad. So yes, that's the thing. You can have a dad. You can have one parent, and it is a father. Ooh, Mulan has two parents. She does. She has a whole family. She does. She's actually quite she, rare. And a lot of and a lot of ancestors of multiple genders. Mm. But the dad is more important. Nika's right. The dad is more emphasized though, because he's the one with yeah. the sword and the one who's just like, my daughter, you gotta do this. <laughs> yeah. And oh God. I hate it. It pisses me off so much. That was the one thing I remember watching as a child and learning from these Disney movies and I thought oh my god my mom's gonna die at any moment she's just gonna drop dead because that's what happens in every Disney movie but I hate it it pisses me off because you could have what what about a wonderful movie where the main character is brought up by their mother and that influences their character and everything and you just don't have it and I hate it I think it's dumb and I think Disney's dumb for killing off the moms it's a really interesting question that it presents because a lot of times it's not that necessary right like well like they must have done research at some point that said hey for mass marketing because at this point that's what disney's doing right like their goal is to get as many asses in seats and to have it be as universal an experience as possible so at some point somebody was like oh orphans sell mm-hmm. and, yeah. and good Damn. families don't so let's make all of our characters fucking orphans it's just kind of lazy writing, though, you know? So yeah. you don't have to worry about that part of their backstory. So, Kim, you actually brought this up um, with Winnie the Pooh, and that made me <laughs> think about it, is Kanga. Kanga. Yeah! And Rue, they're never separated. And, mm. like, I don't, that's the only, like, besides Mulan, that's the only mom I can think of. So that Brad like, just looked up a list. Okay. Uh, well, it's, well, it's a list of 27 people who don't have them. Uh, but, but I did, I will say Simba does have a mom. Simba has a mom. Simba has a mom. A hot mom. But what does she do? What does she do? <laughs> Sarabi, she doesn't do a whole lot. Let's well, be real. Well, she's a list. She's kind of badass. She's, uh, she as does eventually, Disney moms go, she's yeah. probably the most badass. I mean, she and then it's like, uh. make her better. Okay, I, I, I will say this. Because there are some, the vast majority do not have moms. Oh, yeah. totally. Yeah. Elsa yeah. and oh, Anna yeah. don't have no mom. Yeah. <laughs> and if they do have a mom, she ain't do shit. She's just there. Yeah. Just like, oh, sweetie, I baked you a cake. Yeah. Like, like, and there's, yeah, there's like almost no reason for it a lot of the time. Although, I guess like, it's to make the character sympathetic, right? Yeah. I guess. I feel like there has to be some, like, some reason. And I'm sure there's like fucking articles or 
Well, and what's interesting too about it. about it is like they have no mother. Like a lot of them don't have mothers, mm-hmm. and the dads that they have are not doing a great job. Yeah. Right. So I wonder if it's like a weird, like subconscious thing they're trying mm. to get at, which is like the like, family unit is important, and like women must be around to raise children. Well, I mean. That makes sense. I mean, the whole idea of Disney is like this very wholesome and you go with your family yeah. and it's all family stuff. So that makes sense to like kind of show like, oh, here's a broken family. But then in the end, everything comes together and usually they create right. like Little Mermaid. They get married. They have a kid. Like yeah, yeah. all of them, like in the end, it's like this coming together and making a they new, be- better, yeah, connected they become, family. Like, they become like a new mom. Yeah. Oh God! Ah, that will die and create a new orphan. <laughs> well, it's yeah, yeah. It's it's, it's very weird about. Yeah. I wonder why it happens. It's just like the thought that you cannot have any good character development unless your mom's dead is a really yeah, right? weird well, it's message very ancient, to put out. Like thought, right? Well, like in a lot of it, a lot of Disney's material, what they're drawing from is shit where it's like. It is teaching a lesson about kids who either didn't obey their parents or who uh, didn't have parents to begin with, right? Like, yeah, like the Little Mermaid is a Hans Christian Andersen story that exists from a long time ago, but they chose to make that again without a daughter or yeah. with, without a mother. So I'm just reading yeah. this, and this is Wikipedia, so don't you know, major quote me on this. Uh, there's this is a really interesting. It says it's notable that the ph- phenomenon, while present since the beginning of Disney canon. In the presence of the evil queen in Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, became more prevalent upon the death of Walt Disney's mother Flora in oh, a tragic shit. accident, where she asphyxiated in the <gasps> home that the, her son had bought her. Oh, so like, God. are we just dealing with Walt Disney's mom guilt? Probably. Oh, I respect it more if that's the thing. Well, and it, says, it says it says well, and the, the article then goes on to say that they basically. You can think about the Evil Queen and Snow White, but the first, like, after Walt Disney's mom dies, that's when you get uh, Ooh, yeah. Dumbo's mom basically oh. gets imprisoned and, and tortured, and then you have Bambi's mom <gasps> dying. Did, I was going to say, when did Bambi come out? Yeah, like, right when after did his that. mom die? Because I feel like in in my head, I remember, I vividly remember crying and sobbing every time oh. I watched Bambi. Because the mom, it like it's so for a Disney movie, it is very like, yeah, out Th- there. This will not uh, surprise anybody, but I haven't seen Bambi. But it's because Don't my my parents wouldn't show us Bambi because it's too fucking sad. Well, I mean, it gets better. Plus, it sucks ass. It gets better. <laughs> but but so like well, so what's interesting is, is that there's there's two like prevailing thoughts apparently on mm-hmm. on this phenomenon. Some people that say that like, hey. The mothers are dead for the very explicit reason that if they were there, they would be able to teach their kids not to get into hijinks, <laughs> and then the movies wouldn't have a reason to exist. So, like, there's this, like, unwritten rule of, like, if there's a mom, there's an influence there that would stop right. interesting things from happening, and our audience wouldn't believe it anymore. But but some people think that it's it's as simple as it's Disney trying to show that you can have a happy family without a mother. Oh. But, like, why is it always a mother? Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like the girlfriend in the fridge trope, where it's just like... A little bit. Yeah. Th- this is my motivation. Yeah, my dad. Like, it's, it's an easy way to get, like, character development, is just have, like, yeah. no mom. Yeah. Um, Chip has a mom, just saying. 
Who? And she's she fucking <laughs> Mrs. fucks. Potts? Yeah. Mrs. Yeah. Potts fucks. Yes, Mrs. She does. Potts <laughs> knows how to throw it back. Mm. She was spilling that tea all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> she's getting <Terrible>. filled <laughs> with oh that my tea. God. <laughs> oh god, yeah, yeah. There's a whole list of mothers that are killed or died. Woof. It's a lot longer than the list of movies that have mothers in it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they're all pretty brutal, too. Yeah. Bambi, mom killed by a hunter. Mowgli's mom killed by a tiger. Oh. The fox and the hound. The, the, oh, the fox dog. and the hound. I don't even want to think about yep. that movie. It's too sad. I hate that Although movie. I did make out during that movie. <laughs> yeah. What I didn't realize is apparently Ariel's parents, Ariel's mom was killed by pirates. Yeah, really? it's just like never Is brought that canon? up in the movie. Yeah. 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 So that's I, what I I hate damn. how terrible Walt Disney is to moms. Yeah. I don't fucking I've never really thought about this. I wonder if you could do I mean obviously a corollary is not causality, but it would be interesting to see if there is a certain amount of corollary between people who grew up with these movies where the moms always died mm. or were tortured or were gone and the prevalence of people not wanting to have kids. Yeah, <laughs> ding, ding, ding. You found <laughs> test subject number one. <laughs> I, I've heard a theory that in the 70s, I, 70s or 80s is when no-fault divorce became a thing in the States. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was in the 80s, but it was like, so the idea is like the 80s were sort of like the first generation where you had a lot of single parents sure. who aren't working and not necessarily around all the time. And so that's where you start to see a rise in movies that don't have parents in them. Like where kids are just sort of off doing their thing and parents are not in the picture because you have all of these kids growing up, you know, without parents at home. So maybe that's part of this because like most of these movies are from like the 70s and 80s and onwards, like there's a couple of like pre-70s movies, but like most of these are later on. So maybe they're they're sort of getting on on that too. Like it's not just a Disney thing. It's like a whole like zeitgeist thing. It's like the idea of like the absent parents. Like, and what's interesting is as you move into the, (laughs) the live action stuff, like more of them have mothers that are alive and are in it. Mm. So like you're like, your your weird honey I shook the kids stuff right or even like you get a little more story the Incredibles yeah yeah like or like a like the new Beauty and the Beast like you find out how the mom died versus like she's just not there all right all right so uh, Nika that was fantastic yes that was very good it's very good all right let's fill that up vote for me or else you hate moms. We should, you should have saved that for the Mother's Day show, but whatever. Oh, shit. Yes. Damn it. <laughs> uh, now we're going back to love. Oh, it's me. And it's Sutifani. All right. So y'all are probably going to be mad at me for this one. I'm already mad. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, what, basically, my favorite love about Disney is actually Pixar. <gasps> oh! Word. Pixar Why is that consistently bad? made well because you know like I would I would say that some people would I mean it didn't start out as Disney like I'll fully admit that but I think the two are very much together they're now. connected like I think yeah. yeah like it's you know they they've they've been together and they've been apart and there's some weird monopoly shit that was going on there at some point <laughs> but I think it's fair to say that like Pixar is very much always associated with Disney and 
Pixar makes fucking great movies. And, like, you guys know me. Like, I don't like movies that much. I fucking love Pixar movies. They're so good. Like, all the time. What is your favorite one? That's tough. I really like Frozen. I know that, like, some people shit on it because it was, like, so, so popular and everywhere for a while. But, like, it's a story about sisters. Bro. I got bad news for you. Mm-hmm. It's not a Pixar. It's, ab- it's gotta be Pixar not related. A, not a Pixar Wait, is it, how is it not a Pixar movie? I'm looking at the Wikipedia, and it's not. Okay. It's not listed as a, as a project by Pixar. All right. Well, show me the list then, and I'll pick something. <laughs> so my other option that I was gonna go with was Toy Story. That's a good call. Or specifically, okay. like Toy the Story, OG? kind of Toy Story three, but like really like the trilogy. The yeah. Trilogy. Gotcha. Yeah, like that was very, I mean, that was, you know, kind of like one of, it was a movie I saw as a child. <laughs> the first one, right? Like, I think it came out yeah. in 95, which when you look at it now, is like, holy shit, that was a very ahead of its time. And then, Toy, so Toy Story 3 came out, I think it was like 2016? Yeah. Yeah. I think around then. So, like, I went and saw Toy Story 3 with my family when I was jet lagged from coming home from Asia (laughs) and like, that's a cry movie most of the time. And like, like, I don't know if y'all haven't seen toy story three, go see it. But basically like, it's basically a giant nostalgia fest and it makes you feel bad for ever throwing out or donating any of your toys ever. (laughs) But it's a great movie. And it's like very much for people like me, like people who saw the original toy story as children. So it's great. Um, Brad was just looking up how to, how to Train a Dragon, but that's DreamWorks. That's right? DreamWorks, yeah. and so is. Um, oh, it's so fucking good. So is though. Kung Fu Panda. Both of. Both Those of are both the, good, but like, you know, not the same. I think it was DreamWorks that had to split up from Disney. Okay. Yeah, there was some shit going down. Because there was like a weird monopoly where, like, if you wanted to have animated like shows, you could only go to those two yeah. places, and there wasn't enough of a divestment. But yeah, like, I mean, Pixar, I think, consistently makes very interesting and good movies. They are very much like a studio where they will take a concept, like something that they're interested in, and make a movie around it. Or or sometimes it's literally like, they will figure out how to animate something that nobody's been able to animate before. Like, part of Monsters, Inc. was them figuring out how to animate fur really well. And so they were like, Monsters right. Inc. Like, is one of the greatest movies of all time. Monsters Inc. is a fantastic movie. Like, it's so cute and heartwarming and fucking sad. Like, the, yeah. I know people, like, bag on Pixar all the time for, like, making people cry. And, like, I absolutely, <laughs> like, God, like, the tear fests that happen in Pixar movies. Like, absolutely. But I like it. Like, I think it's good that there are movies that make, can make you laugh and cry in the same amounts. And you can love them even though they made you like ugly sob. Fucking up. Up. Or um, Big Hero 6. Or Coco. Oh my god. Big Hero 6 is so depressing. Like there's not one but two horrible deaths. And they're family yeah, members yeah. In, in Nika's, uh, going back to Nika's thing, like there are not one but two like really depressing moments Damn. in that movie. And it, like it's, yeah, you'll fucking cry. I have a comment and a question. Because okay. uh, you and I are the same age. Yes. And I remember when Finding Nemo came out. Mm. And I remember being so stunned that they m- animated the particles in the water. Oh, yeah. Moving yeah, yeah, back yeah, and yeah. forth. 
I remember being so amazed by that, and I yeah. remember being blown away by Finding Nemo. Uh, it, just when you're talking about uh, the the that they pushed animation, I think that's, to make that's their true of a lot of Pixar movies, right? Like, yeah. You, every time you go to a Pixar movie, you're just like, wow, like they yeah. did X. You know, something mm-hmm. that like you probably wouldn't notice if they hadn't done it super well, or like wouldn't be relevant if they hadn't included it. But because they included it and it's noticeably good, you're just like. Wow, like well, this like, improves mm-hmm. the experience so much. And Pixar kills fucking sequels like nobody else. Mm, that's true, yeah. Like, the only really bad one yeah. they've ever done was Cars 2. Cars and- 2 and Cars 3 were fucking garbage. And even and then, like, agree. but even then, they're still okay movies. Like, even a bad Pixar movie is still pretty fucking good. Yeah. That's true. Mm hmm. Um, and my question is, did you see The Last Dinosaur? Because this is a movie that Ben made fun of to me, and I never knew it existed. The good and I was dinosaur? like, oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, The Good Dinosaur. I haven't dinosaur. seen it, actually. Okay. Because yeah. I was just like, that movie sucks. I feel like it's like a very underrated. It feels like it's, it's, it's not quite enough to be like, our, we would want to watch it at yeah. our age. Does that make sense? Yeah, it's a, yeah. I think that's very much a kid movie, and I don't know if okay. they really hit that thing that Pixar often does where, like, kids and adults really want to watch it yeah like that was that's what, what was so great about the toy story toys yeah to, well the first one but, but all of them it's like yeah, there is humor in there that's meant for adults that you will not get as a child but you will get as an adult oh god yeah yeah and yeah pixar is actually really good for that like there are some fucking dirty jokes in a lot of pixar movies <laughs> Yeah, which that I enjoy. You would never get if you were a kid. Well, and then they do crazy shit. Like, fucking, like, Wally conceptually, yeah. is an insane film. Let's make a show yeah. for kids where the main subject just says one thing the whole yeah. time. Yeah, and, like, lives in a future world where he watches a fucking iPod that plays I Love Lucy. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like really all of cute. these things are not relevant to children of 2008 when it came out. Like, yeah. none of, and, like, and makes a huge like point about environmentalism and how to like take care of the planet and yourselves too yeah. like yeah like oh yeah that's like like a lot of their movies have a very good moral like oh like in um is it inside out is inside out someone yeah, yeah. the yeah, idea yeah. that like sometimes people are just sad yeah and you can't help it like sometimes you're just sad and that's okay like depression is a thing and like the idea like. They put it together in such a way that kids can understand what it means, and it's still, like, funny and cute and heartwarming, and... and I'm just gonna put this out there, obviously, with the exception of, of anthropomorphic cars. Mm. <laughs> all of the characters in Pixar movies, like, all the human characters have moms that exist. Yeah. Except for Nemo. Yeah. His mom is yeah. killed brutally by a barracuda. Yeah. But like, yeah. but, like, you have a mom in The Incredibles, you have a mom in Ratatouille... No, Ratatouille there's no rules. There's no more Ratatouille, is there? Oh, yeah, Ratatouille he's fucking wits. No more Ratatouille. Wally doesn't have parents. There's a mom and up. Toy Story, there is a mom, but she is a divorcee. There's no dad. Uh, the whole, the whole that's concept, a plot point. The whole concept of the movie Brave revolves yeah, around the mom. That's true, actually. Yeah, Brave is... Oh, my God. If you ever want to, like, cry a lot... I haven't seen and you, like, one. ...with your mom, like, and watch Brave. And love Scottish accents. Fuck. Brave is good. Yeah, I like I I have seen articles of like people who work with 
children in therapy using Inside Out to help children express their emotions oh, yeah. better. No, it is a really was really sweet. Yeah, they killed it. Like they did a really oh, good yeah. job, like explaining, like, hey, you know, there are different emotions, and this is sometimes you just have to let your emotions be your emotions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like it's, and that's okay. You know, like yeah, and and yeah, sometimes you're sad and you can't help that, but mm-hmm. that's okay because. You know, you can just, you, you'll move on and sometimes you're not. Anyways, yeah. Like, it's a thing. Yeah, so Pixar is fucking great. They do, um, they do fantastic adaptations of things, but also fantastic original kind of content. And I think they're, they're doing a lot more original stuff nowadays. Like, I think a lot of the adaptations have been sent off to Disney. Well, and, and, uh, Pixar does a lot of stuff with, uh, Studio Ghibli. Oh, <laughs> um, okay. where, where, where they do like the English localization cry stuff. fests, like, but like, but like the fact yeah. that like they were like, oh yeah, we love animation enough to be like, yeah, yeah. you know, all we will do for these uh, Miyazaki films is just yeah make the English version. Like, we recognize good yeah. animation. We want to bring this to the Western world. Yeah, yeah. I think they brought Spirited Away over to the states when yeah. I was still in high school. But something I really enjoy about Pixar. It, I, I was watching this like YouTube documentary about them and originally Pixar before they were acquired by Disney, they refused to do any sequels. They were just like, oh. we told all the story that we wanted to mm-hmm. in this first film. And so when they were originally hired to do Toy Story 2, they were originally just going to do like sort of like a direct to DVD thing. Mm-hmm. But the person who directed it was just like, no, we're going <laughs> to do something a lot better. I'm not happy with the way this is going. And I think they rewrote it in like a weekend wow. and came out with this really excellent, uh, this really excellent movie. Um, and they do really well at choosing directors for each of the films who have been really strong at it. I don't know if John Lasseter is involved because I think he's a cunt and I think he's a That's piece of shit. That's been a whole thing where, yeah. like, recently I think he's out, right? Yeah, so he was okay, the director of, of those t- of, of the first two Toy Stories. Okay, well that And fucker. he's been a big part of, of most Pixar movies and I think he's out now. Was, is it because of um, sexual harassment shit? I think it was, yes. right? He took a yeah. six, but yeah, falling yeah. after indulging missteps in yeah, behavior with his employees. Woof. Yeah. Yeah. It, something that actually Brad just was kind of randomly Googling and reminded me, Pixar also does amazing shorts before yeah. their movies. Mm, those are fun. They do the best one. And and sometimes they're related to other films that they're going to make later, but sometimes they're just like, really sweet little stories that they want to tell fucking movie about that, Bao. that you know not wouldn't necessarily get a whole movie otherwise because they're very specific like yeah like bow i think was very yeah with the bow bun yeah like it's so sweet like it's you know and it's so specific and it's like a very much about like chinese culture and families and like something that like a fucking six of the planet identifies with but you couldn't make a movie of it because yeah. it's not, it doesn't focus on white people but like it's yeah. really sweet and like or just yeah weird like the the weird birds one you know where like you have all the oh, birds yeah, on the yeah. fucking telephone wire like you could make a movie of that but it's a sweet and interesting little short and they they make very very excellent shorts. Is that where they got their start too? Was with shorts? I feel like it was. I feel like I no, knew yeah, them they've from, been like, doing the shorts bouncing. since 1984. Yeah, yeah. They'll, they'll they'll like put a short before most of their their movies. Yeah. And it's just like something that they've been working on or they feel like is interesting. Well, John Lasseter, 
burn in hell, John Lasseter. Yeah, the rest fuck of you. Pixar, yeah. as long as you're not harassing anybody, y'all ain't. <laughs> things is like you know i can love the art while hating the artist situation yeah, yeah. well it's one of those things where like so the co-director for a toy story was andrew stanton and so like he went on to then direct finding nemo and wally oh yeah 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 those are the directors finding, that they, yeah. they're just like put in charge of like, stuff yeah just the like, director yeah. tree is very good even mm-hmm. without yeah like i can forgive them one fuck up Plus, dude's, I mean, dude might not have been that, might not have been a shitbag back then. He might have just gotten a shit ton of money and yeah, forgotten maybe, that people knows? are people and not objects. Because yeah. that happens. Either way, I'm going to, I'm going to lock him in a barn and I'm going to burn that barn down. Yeah. <laughs> okay. He, yeah. he brings no joy. <laughs> so, yeah. I'm going to Marie Kondo him out of my fucking life. <laughs> so yeah, slightly tangential, but when we were talking about Disney, the things that kept coming to my brain were Pixar movies. Yeah, so. that's good. It's good. I like it. I like it. It's a good love. Mm-hmm. It's a good love. Kim, let's bring this back down with a hey, yo. All right. Um, <laughs> yes, girl. I'm going to get I'm so excited. <laughs> real spicy with this. Uh, I'm going to come out with a strong statement. Adult obsessive fans of Disney yes. are socially acceptive bronies. If you hate bronies, then you also hate adult Disney fans who are super obsessive about it. There is no difference. They are both people who are super obsessed with media that is created for children. Fight me. I'm Fucking fight so me. Exce- okay, please take right. part. Here's, so Actually, it- like, Kim gave us, like, a preview before the show. <laughs> she sent us a bunch of Instagram snapshots of this Disney fucker. Yeah. Like, so, okay. So, so well, here's what I'll say. I am more okay with someone being a fan of Disney because it feels, like, especially like in in pick, like Wreck It Ralph, like there are movies that Disney makes with adult in mind, and so I am more okay with someone being a Disney fan than I am with someone being like I don't know, like a weird child show game lover person. Let me let me go into my let me go into my ramble. Yeah. Uh because I have a lot of friends who are big Disney fans. And some of them I would say I'm cool with. Like they have mugs at their house that have like I don't know, like the fucking poison apple from Snow White. That's mm. what I'm cool with. Just like fine. I like know y'all go key. Yeah, like low key, it's fine. Like you go with your family every year. Like, yeah. like it, you love your family, that's like. fine. <laughs> Yeah, it's just like you grew up with this. This is you right. having to you, you getting to hold on to some pure thing that is left in this world. But that's it's not totally fine. My identity. Yeah, I, I that's not me. I damn I, Kim. Oh, <laughs> am I coming for you? Kim, you better be careful. I, Our good friend Ariel's gonna throw you in the pit. No. Okay. No. <laughs> okay. Well, like that. That's fine. Like I have a lot of friends who are big into Disney. Just like I'm. I'm glad you have a family that's not broken. <laughs> I do. It's not that. It was just <laughs> that was the happiest place on earth. Aww. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, it's just like, that's fine. Like, it's cool. Like, you can have your tea towels that have piglet on it. It's chill. But the people that I hate are the ones that go twice a week. Um, and they put so much time and money into quote unquote Disney bounding, which is cosplaying for scrubs. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> It's cosplaying without going full in. If you want to go... It's because... Do you know why? Because Disney outlawed cosplay. Yes. What? You have to, like... Okay, wait. What? 
you cannot cosplay at a Disney park. It's because they pay people to act, oh. act like those characters, and they don't want they don't want people like they don't want drunk Nika walking up <laughs> walking up into Disney World in a Cinderella outfit, being like, "Come here, child." <laughs> Which they're fucking cowards. I'd be dressed as a witch trying to make them into a stew. <laughs> I was I was gonna yeah. say, I couldn't remember the name of the evil witch or else I would have gone there. And she's just the evil Fuck witch. Yeah. yeah. No, she's no she's got a name. It was the name of the movie with Angelina Jolie. Oh, Maleficent. Maleficent, yeah. Maleficent. Okay, Maleficent fucking rules. She she's hot. Maleficent she is, is hot. good. She's hot because Angelina Jolie. <laughs> she's got no, I mean just bones. in general, like she young does have young me loved her. Okay. Young me I also that's loved cool. That makes, I can, yeah. I can <laughs> wow, that says so much about both of you right now. <laughs> but I will say, if you're the person who all of your identity revolves around Disney and your love for Disney, and you know that's where every much. single fucking hidden Mickey is, and you can use the lingo, and you have a blog <laughs> where you know like what the best way to get through Main Street is, like. I fucking hate you. Like, I, you and I will never be friends. Like, you and I will never see eye to eye because I am a fucking dirt goblin. And Come on, Kim. Why can't you love Disney? Huh? I hate Mickey Mouse. Like, every time I see Mickey in Kingdom Hearts, I wish I could grab that keyblade and fucking stab him through the heart. Eight fucking men. Because he's a capitalist icon and I wish so to tear him down to the to ground. King? Oh my God. But, like, I get, I get, I get that going to Disneyland is fun. I get that it's a pure nah. bastion of just, like, fun, nah. like, childhood. Like, I wish I could go back as an adult now because I no, have not don't. been. No, yes, I went you as do. an adult no. and it was fun. I went it as an adult best. and it was, it was like, I was like, oh, you know what? It'll be okay. There'll be a lot of kids around. I won't really like that. But oh, there'll be shit. a few rides that I like. And then, like, literally there were two rides that I enjoyed and the rest of it was bullshit. I want to go on the rock and roller coaster while high as hell. <laughs> oh, you know what? You know what? You that might, is a good one. Going to Disney while high would probably be very fun. I will say that. But <laughs> That's what like, I want to do. Honestly, yeah. given the choice between Disney World, Disneyland, or like Cedar Point, I'm going to Cedar Point. What? Why? Because the rides are so much better. <laughs> no, but, uh, you're insane. You're no. insane. No, I'm not. Okay, but like I'm I, I know offended. this. I know this guy who is super obsessed with Disney. I don't think I've talked to him since high school, but he had a Disney themed wedding. Um, he called his first wife his princess. First he's wife? A, yeah, Ooh. they got a divorce. Do you wish upon a star? <laughs> they had a Beauty and the Beast themed <laughs> wedding. Oh my. His little sister didn't kiss anybody till marriage. Like, this is the kind of person I associate Disney love with. It's like super Christian, super white, super like puritanical. Sex with Disney. Exactly. Like, anybody who goes to Disney on their honeymoon, I look at them like a bit sideways, just like, you gonna fuck while Mickey Mouse is watching? Like, come on, guys. Really? And so just like those those are the kind of Disney fans that I don't like. Like you can be an adult and like Disney all you want. Like that's cool. Like that's chill as long like I, I what can I do? I I'm a fucking adult anime fan. Like even though I I will say anime is aimed towards adults a whole time, but <laughs> it's a little bit more graphic. <laughs> but just like you can do it as long as you like you're chill about it and not like a a, a fucking weirdo about it. It's all fine. But like these the, the people the people that you're talking about Kim sound like the people who 
they don't just have one drinking game for every movie. They have like four or five different ones. No, they wouldn't drink because drinking's sinful. They have Dole Whip games oh, where oh, they I fucking... didn't mean alcohol. They do shots of water. They they do shots of whatever Mickey Mouse pisses out after a night of sucking the blood of everyone in America. (laughs) Okay, Kim, I have a question. Yes. Okay, so people who are sort of using a fandom or something as a replacement for something in their life, is that exclusive to Disney for you? Or is that something like where you see people who, like say somebody like you who like anime is like their thing their whole identity and what they you know they have an anime themed wedding and their whole instagram or whatever is anime like like is that is it a disney specific thing or is it just like a person using pop culture as part of their personality thing i feel like there is a grim trifecta that makes me wince the most and that is supernatural doctor who and disney <laughs> that if you're obsessed with any of these things like listen when it comes to that nerdy ass shit you could be a mile wide and an inch deep but if you are fucking four inch four inches or further deep into any of those fans yeah you're out. i don't want it yeah. i want to see it go away Like, I have some friends who are here, and, like, they're really sweet and cool people. They're really into Disney. They have families that love each other, which I'm very jealous of. They always go to (laughs) Disney. But they recently had a daughter, and I'm honestly really excited to see them take her to Disney because they love it so much. And, like, they honestly want to share it with her. So, like, they're the kind that, like, I don't mind. But it's, like, this one motherfucker who goes, and he has, like huge photo shoots with his yeah. girlfriend where they're Disney bounding okay. and they're like sucking each other off. It's like, more about like the, the putting it on. So, yeah. Like, so, and it's just yeah. like, ew, like stop being gross. Do you think it's because it is so manufactured and like yeah. fake? Yeah, it's like yucky. They aren't enjoying it's- it for the fact that it's a fun time like in a in a theme park. They're enjoying it because just like we're in this magical place where we're delusional and we are in, so in love yeah. and nothing matters here because we're here at Disney and no one can tell us we're not in love. Give me a, give me a I hate it. <laughs> yeah, seriously, like give me, give me that. It doesn't matter that we had a fight about who was going to make breakfast. Yeah, seriously, <laughs> it's just like it's not reality and I just want to take them out of it and be like, listen, bud. Pay your fucking bills, like, right, like, like, talk to your wife in yeah. a way that doesn't like refer to her as your princess. Uh, Life maybe? is not a Disney movie. Yeah, exactly. That's the thing that bugs me. So, Kim, is it is it strictly just Disney that gets you irked? Like, there's people who are into Disney, or like, do you feel the same way about like people who go to like Renault fairs or like mm. medieval times? But like, they don't oh. go to medieval times just to have a fun, goofy time. They go to medieval times because they want to be like, yay, fight Green Knight, fucking kill the fucking dude. That's fun. See, okay. I get fucks with that. <laughs> if you have not, Brad, get not sober and go to a Renaissance festival. <laughs> And yeah, it dude, is like not walking a through a D&D game and it is so much fucking fun. And then you get caught up into it. And you're like, you know what? I do need a horn for my beer. Yes. I do need this foot long corn dog on a stick. <laughs> Fuck and yeah. you do you do wouldn't what you normally wouldn't do. I feel like it's the like it's the whole experience. So I guess I guess my question then is 
is what is the difference between living in that yeah. false reality of a of like a and Renaissance Disney. fair mm-hmm. and living in the false reality of Disney is magical. Okay, uh, Renaissance fairs are mostly for adults. Uh, Disney's mostly for children. If That's we're That's generalizing sure. that way, and most super obsessed Disney nerds I know are very puritanical Christians mm. and that's the kind of people I went to high school with and that's the kind of people who that's like a weird <laughs> second layer yeah yeah like, or they're just like, like very Disney we're so pure like I felt bad because like I, I I went to public school till my sophomore year in high school and then I switched because I got bullied so much because uh, oh. my sister went to to private school all throughout middle school and high school and it was only till then that i like came home crying after my first week of sophomore school and i was just like i need to switch and so i switched to this like super christian high school and it's just like oh i have not thought about disney movies since i was like six and all these people are super obsessed with them and it's just like i guess i have to get back in this mindset of loving disney it's like kind of like a regression to like fit back in with these like super christians who don't fuck and don't want and like pretend like they don't want to fuck because i'm a dirt goblin part of the reason that i didn't like disney world and that i don't think i would like disneyland is because while there is like the whole like oh this is a wonderful magical place and everyone's having fun there's also this like secondary sense of everyone is trying so hard to have a magical time <laughs> and just not quite getting there like like you have people who go to Disney World Disneyland who like oh you know what we're not having a good time in our relationship maybe maybe uh, we'll go to Disney World maybe we'll go to Disneyland and the magic will spark right. again and those are the people I like to watch at so, Disneyland like, the expectations <laughs> are so high because you can see both people actively trying not to fight with each other, but <laughs> but at the same time you're like, oh shit, it's going down. It's almost like you saw my dad and mom take me and my sister there when I was sixteen and she was eighteen. <laughs> Damn! It's just people grasping at straws, trying to bring some magic back into Yikes. their romance, and it's just not working out. It was oh some shit. <laughs> oh yeah, it's real magical, Nancy. You know what's magical is how much of my money disappeared, Nancy. I just, I want to go back now as an adult so I can drink and, like, see all the fun staging that they put in there and, like, all the hard work they put into creating I mean, I wouldn't mind being, like, just spending, like, a week just at, like, the international area. Epcot, yeah. Yeah, Epcot. Epcot, Where you can can drink and have delicious foods from different, like, places. Yeah, and, like, probably get to know the staff and be like, yo, tell us some shit. Because, like, I love reading stories of, like, Disney gone wrong, you know? Like, weird things <laughs> and died. horrible things that happen in Disney parks. Like, I love that shit. So, like, I, yeah, I would be fine with, like, just setting up shop in, like, the Viking area of Ep- Epcot and having a lot of beer and talking to the bartenders. Yeah. Because, like, here's the thing. Like, the things that I want out of Disney. Drinking. Yes. Eating. Watching yes. people awkwardly try and save relationships. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And oh, then no, like kids triggering. being stupid and falling on their faces. <laughs> I can get I can get all of those good things at Cedar Point, but also ride dope ass rides. Mm. Uh... And like like I mean, okay, so so yeah, I'm not gonna give like the world of food experience. But like if I want a turkey leg, I can get that at Cedar Point. I mean like the world food experience at Epcot is like Sushi in Japan and poutine in the Canada. But there's still, but there's still like like eight or nine different like 
I mean, it's like not much more than your average mall food court. So that's fair. Yeah. Uh, no, it's a hundred percent better. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes, I Nika, argue- rebuttal. Yes. yes. Okay. okay. I I am that Disney bitch. Um, <laughs> the best food I have ever eaten has been at Disney World. Oh, oh shit. And Absolutely. And they have very highly rated restaurants. We mm. have only ever had one bad meal there. Um, oh, but in the areas, so the way that the dining sections are set up is you have a like kind of not cafeteria, but like food court style. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Then yeah, you yeah, have sure. a medium range and then you have high range. Mm-hmm. So for like each of the countries, they have that area. So depending oh. on where you go, that's the way it would be. But you can absolutely go. Like I had a ribeye that had a bone marrow jelly with like what was it it was like wonderful scallop cheesy potatoes literally the best food yeah the best food i've ever eaten has been at disney world i will say i i have like i so one of the things that i do i think i'm gonna talk about some podcasts before one of the things that i do everywhere i go is i order calamari mm. and like and, and and like if you have good calamari odds are you have really good food and some of the best calamari oh. i had was at a restaurant in disney hmm. for real yeah it's amazing. <laughs> Do you guys want to know a really funny story about Epcot when yes. I was like really yes. young? Yes. Yes. Like, we went we when I was the in the audience. <laughs> I went when I was in third grade and then I went when I was 16 and my parents were trying to save their marriage. <laughs> so like Brad, you might have like seen us like sadly <laughs> traipsing by. But I went to the Japan section because of course even in third grade I was a fucking weeaboo. That makes sense. And I was yeah. a Me little boo. chubby baby. I was I was shaped like a little chicken nugget. Mm-hmm. And I was getting fitted for a yukata, which I still oh. have and oh wear around the house. And the lady was trying to pull it around my stomach and she looked at me and she said, Bread, donut? And I was just I was looking at her just like, Yeah, I'd like that. But she's trying to tell me I was too fat for one. But I bought it. But the reason I was able, I had enough pocket money to buy one is because I saved my sister from drowning in a hotel pool. (laughs) I made her pay me $20 for saving me. (laughs) For saving her, I mean. There is so much to unpack in this story. I love it. First off. First off, you were too fat for Disney World? Yeah, I was Fuck, too fat to girl. fit in a Japanese yukata. Damn. I was a little chubby baby. I mean, that's like fucking awesome because you look great now. I was like, thanks, girl. I love to eat and I've like, never I've stopped never loving to eat. I've never seen more morbidly obese people in the goddamn world than <laughs> when I went to Disney World. Holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> like, uh, we were just like looking at all these people who like were so obese that they, could, they couldn't walk. So they would get scooters and then Ugh, go to the front of the those line. Are the worst. No, I got fast shamed at Disney at Epcot and Disneyland by sweet little Japanese wow. lady. <laughs> yeah, and uh Savage. yeah, the reason I had that is because I saved my sister from drowning in a pool and I made her pay me twenty dollars for her life. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah, girl. I feel like you could have gotten more. Yeah. I really should have. <laughs> you, you should cash in on that shit like literally every year. Like every birthday. Just be <laughs> like Remember how I saved your life? Yeah. Oh, this is yeah. one more birthday you had that you wouldn't have without me. <laughs> I'm charging interest on it, Jessica. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, up, bitch. (laughs) But yeah, just like super hyper obsessed Disney people. I, I, like, if you go more than once a week, I'm judging you hard. Like, really hard. Also, and like, let's be real. Like, 
if you go there more than like I think like twice a month, even I would say like there's not that much interest. Like how like how have you not done everything that there is yeah. to be done? Okay, yeah. but let me let me pose you this: if you lived right next to Disney World and you already had tickets to go anytime you wanted, and it didn't cost you anything. If you didn't have anything to do, why wouldn't you go to Disney? Because I like my house! Because there are hordes of weirdos and children there. I think, like, you have, like, an exemption from this. It's great for people watching. If you, like, live within, like, 10 kilometers or miles of a Disney park, you're, like, exempt from this rule because it's probably the only thing to do in your area. No, my house is free. I don't, if I, even if I live next door to Disney World, I go maybe twice a year. You know and that would be at Christmas World. and Halloween. <laughs> you know what's better than going to Disney World? Winning a game of Civ Six. Oh, Jesus. Hell yeah. You know what's better than Disney World? Get a good night's sleep. <laughs> That's also a thing I only do like once every six years. Nika, you're arguing that I should go to Disney World because it's good people watching, but you don't go to Walmart, which is the best people watching. <laughs> because that is totally different because <laughs> Disney is a place of happiness and magic. <laughs> Nika, what's your what's your what's your family history with, with the Disney properties? Because I, I feel like you have a very warm connection with Disney. Um I have been to Disney World probably eight times. Oh, damn! We went as a family. So we used to do a family vacation every year. And usually it was someplace like camping in Minnesota, or we went to uh, South Dakota, just like random places. Well, one year, we, my parents surprised me. My grandparents actually surprised us with the money for plane tickets so we could go to Disney World. Um, so we got to go and that was the first time and it was so wonderful and everything was perfect. And you, you book a Disney vacation and if you stay on the property, which if you ever go stay on the property, pay the extra money because it's worth it. Let me say Disney. <laughs> Nika's a shell for Disney. You, you get off the plane. They take care of all the transportation for you. Oh, damn. The hotel does everything for you. You can leave your bags there and immediately go to the parks on buses that they no provide. No fucking and way. But on buses. No fucking way. From They're the like airport? Air-conditioned, like, coach No, buses. because, well, I will, uh, well, finish your story, finish the cell, and then I'll tell you my experience about staying on property at Disney. Okay, okay. I've never had an issue with buses not having any air conditioning or anything like that they've always been nice climate controlled um but the hotel will like take your luggage to your room and everything for you what you can have a little bracelet that has uh, a dining plan you can purchase that's so you can go to dinner and order whatever you want if you go to a fancy uh, restaurant, you can order whatever entree you want, whatever appetizer you want, whatever dessert you want, and you get a drink. Um, they also have a package that includes liquor and wine. What? So you literally can go and order the most expensive thing and spend $300 on dinner, but because you bought the dinner plan, it's free. Shit. It's amazing. Well, you already paid for it. You pay for it, but we have figured it up, and every time we go and we do it, we end up saving money by buying. I have. So you have to make sure no. that you're getting your money's worth, which well, a lot of people probably absolutely. don't. Absolutely. Also, if you're how dedicated, are you, then how are you tipping the service mm, when you yeah. have a meal plan? Oh, you tip separate. Oh, okay, 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 okay. okay. That's good. So yeah. yeah, so like when we went, when I went, I should say we stayed at like the the water park area. 
because we wanted mm. to swim with the sharks and do stuff like that. Well, you can swim with sharks. Yeah, they're like they're like lazy sharks. They're not like <laughs> they're not like great whites. You're not like swimming with bull sharks or anything like that. You can give them a little kiss. Yeah, you can pet them. You can swim. <laughs> it's fun. Um, but but we were there, and like that's the only one that they would give us access to. And then if we wanted to go to any of the other ones, we had to either get a cab or drive oh. ourselves, which uh, we oh. drove down there. So it wasn't a big deal, but... So it depends on what your, like, package is, really. Yeah. Well, there are some hotels that are Disney-associated hotels, but are not Disney hotels. Oh. My sister almost drowned in one that was shaped like Mickey Mouse. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I will say the funniest moments, because... So we were there for, I want to say, like, a full week, but... I, oh, I I was the only one who paid for it. So oh. for the first five days, we were in like the swank ass hot tub in mm. your bed, hot tub in your bedroom, nice, nice sweet sweet There's situation. There's a hot tub in your bedroom. Yeah, and then and then the uh, the last Did two nights we were in it? like the the grade G level, like it's basically yeah. a days in, but it's a Disney property. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and it was so funny to see the jump down between the two. <laughs> When I went to Disney Disney World, so I went with, like, a bunch of my friends, and, like, we were, like, 19 and 20, so we were, like, legal to drink in Canada, but not in the States, which was really oh, frustrating. that sucks! But one, so one of the things we did to amuse ourselves was, so there was, a, we were we were not in a Disney-branded property, but we were just, like, in a fucking, I don't know. Double tree. Travelodge <laughs> or something like that. Anyways, there was a, a marching band staying at our hotel and they were shitty teens to us oh no so here's something that marching band teachers chaperones whatever will do when they're traveling is they'll put scotch tape on the kids the doors. doors yeah so they know whether or not left so we went and sliced all the scotch tape <gasps> you demons yeah, yeah but uh, but the problem is you lost all of the, all of the. Uh, I can't remember if it was all. What you should have done is only done like four or five separate rooms. It, it might have been everybody on our floor. I can't really remember. We oh god, this was also like a trip where like my friends decided that we were all going to get cigars, like, smoke cigars. Ugh. So like our room, we didn't get housekeeping to come clean it at all because we knew what messes we were. So like Yucky our babies. room was just full of like cigars and like wine coolers. <laughs> Because we had one 21-year-old friend who would buy us booze. Why? (laughs) And we went to Hooters and Applebee's for dinner, like, every night. (laughs) Oh, that's such deeply cursed. I mean, to be fair, the Hooters and Applebee's are probably pretty good in that area Honestly, they were great. I had a good time. There's some very good deep-fried pickles at Hooters. How did you not have, like... Burning diarrhea. And you know what? Crapplebees. <laughs> I had a great time in Disney World, so. I would be okay. willing to do it again. I think the thing that just, the thing that I was most set back by, set aback by, was like, I figured, yeah, it's mostly a place for kids and for families, but they're going to cater a little bit more to adults. Yeah. And like. Yeah, because I want to go get drunk. There were yeah. literally like only two or three places where I was like, oh yeah, this is fun for an adult and yeah. not designed for a kid. Mm-hmm. And I was like, meh. Mm-hmm. Aerosmith ride, very good. Aerosmith ride, yeah. Tower of Terror, that very good. Epcot and Universal, I think, are the only places you can buy alcohol. Really? You well, can't buy alcohol in like the actual like Disney. The World of Tomorrow, the yeah. Disney Future World, parks. you can't. Yeah, you can't. You can't. None of those. Yeah. You have to go to the fancy so, restaurants. Yeah. Apparently, people get shit faced at and then, Epcot. And then go. Yeah. All right.
One last thing, Nika, if you're okay with it, yeah. I I am open to visiting the Disney properties as an adult. Please pitch me pitch me a great experience, knowing me and my personality. Uh, oh God, I'm a lazy bitch who loves to drink. <laughs> okay, remember, Nika. Remember that earlier this season we talked about how Cam kind of just likes to drink and watch people, and but she right. hates kids. Yes. I do hate children. So maybe but, like, uh, like sometimes the kids are the best thing to watch mm. because they're so awful and you just see and you like seethe with hate. Yeah, if it's other people's children that I don't have to deal with. Yeah. I feel like Kim Kim wouldn't hate like going to like Margaritaville in Universal. And Universal's like, not Disney Park. I've never been to Universal. But it's it's related. Yeah. Like, it's a Disney World situation, right? Like that's where Tower of Terror and the Aerosmith Ride are. No. Oh. No. They're, They're MGM. MGM. Yeah. They're MGM. Yeah. Oh, shit. I'm getting them. Okay. But you can get booze there. And I think there's a margarita bill. Anyways, go somewhere. I feel like Kim would enjoy, like, going somewhere where she can get some booze, set up shop, and then watch haggard parents deal with yes. their children. Yeah. So, so I guess my question to both Kim and Nika is, do you feel bad for the parents? Why? Who have brought their yeah, kids here for this magical no. experience and who are like, why the fuck did I do this? This is the worst moment of my life. Yeah. Or or are you just like, ha! <laughs> You're an idiot. It's the latter. 100%. <laughs> because people make a huge mistake if they want their kids to experience Disney, but they want their kids to experience it too young. Yeah. And mm. they try to take babies and three-year-olds there. Like, do not take your kid until they're 10. That way, they'll actually remember it. That's smart. Yeah, and that's about the time I actually remembered it when I was older. I think I was eight when we went, and I vaguely remember it. I was a full grown man. It's only when you're older, but that's that's why I'm really excited for um, my buddies who now have a sweet little baby girl right. to start going to Disney because, like, if they get really rich, maybe they'll take us along. Oh, and, nice! And I'll get to watch. It'll be double. Uh, fun of just like oh, I get to watch a little baby enjoy yeah. the baby times, and also just like I'm gonna sit over here and drink twenty glasses of champagne. Yeah, and, like you don't have and to I'm worry Epcot. about the experience that the child is gonna have because yeah, that's not my kid. No. <laughs> not my fucking, not my fucking kid. Yeah. yeah, I feel like Epcot would where I would better shut up shop and just kind of like wander around and get drunk. Epcot's pretty good. There's sushi there, so. And bratwurst. Mm. And tacos. Mm. And tacos. Who fucks with that? And poutine. Yeah, so I hate overly obsessed Disney fans who are adults. Yeah, we went off on a tangent there, but yeah. We did. Go to bed. Go to bed. If you're you're that, go to bed. Please spend your money on me instead. Yeah, donate (laughs) to our Patreon. If you would like to go to Disney Disney. World, instead, what you could do is donate... What is it? A thousand dollars a month, yeah. and then you could pay <gasps> yeah. us to go to Disney World and be I there would go and to do Disney a live World show. With you guys so fucking hard. It'd be fun as hell. We'll do a live show with you at Disney World. We just have to get to that a thousand dollars. Live from Margaritaville. Live yeah, from so. Epcot. It me, Brad Brockway. Drunk off my ass. I hate adults who make Disney their life. That's it. All right. Yeah. Perfect. So that that was. The bulk of our show, where we talked about things. <laughs> yes. um, we have no new patrons to thank, so thank you to no new patrons. Uh, we are still over 300, yes. which is very nice. So we will continue to make uh, some bonus content. I think we've got some stuff in the wings that we're prepping yeah. for. All right, so we do have one new review. Who wants to read it? Nika and I are not it. 
Uh, Steph? I'll, I'll do it. It's from our good boy Joshua, for, a.k.a. Yeah! Four of Five Wits. So he says, This show continues to be on my list of podcasts. It has to be listened to right away as soon as an episode releases. The format is so well done. Topics this season, season three, have been highly enjoyable. I love to think about what I would pick as my love or hate as I'm listening. Joshua. Thanks, Josh! Yes! Thank, Thank you. you, Joshua! We love you. Uh, if any of the rest of you like to think of your loves or hates as we're doing it, feel free to chime in on, on the Patreon. Or, yeah, so you can find us at patreon.com slash love to hate. You can email us at love to hate at g or sorry, love to hate cast at gmail.com. And if you want to get us off on Twitter, we are at love to hate cast. And theoretically, by this point in time, we will be on uh, Stitcher as yeah, well. Yeah, maybe Spotify? Yeah, maybe Spotify. I don't yeah. know how Spotify works. It, yeah. Spotify is more it's of a really process. easy. It's an application. If transformation secrets can get on, we can yeah. do it. <laughs> so, so, yeah. So, uh, you know, go visit us uh, at one of our many places or, mm. or at us on Twitter. Where can they do that? Uh, they can find us on Twitter at Love to Hate Cast. If you want to talk to any of us individually because you hate th- the other three, but you want to talk mm. to one of us only, yeah. you can talk to me at B squared underscore yo. Nika, where can folks talk to you but not me, Kim, and Steph? <laughs> I am at Nika underscore Howard. Also, please feel free to include me in conversations with the rest of you. Oh, yeah! Kim, where can people talk to you but not Steph, Nika, or myself? At us all in uh, travel plans on what to do it mm. at Disney World and or land at Kim Caddies. That's at K Y M C A T T Y S. And uh, Steph, where can they where can they talk to you, but not Nika or or Kim? You can slide into my DMs at Steph O'Kingston. And yeah, so that's where you can find us. We've already given you our emails and our patrons. We would appreciate it if if you had the scratch got the De Niro's, if you've got that money, money, mm-hmm. then by all means, please feel free to contribute to our Patreon. Even if it's only a dollar, you'll get all of our bonus content. Actually, that's a good point. Starting next episode, we are going to start thanking everyone who Fuck! donates. Mm-hmm. So, Fuck! so every episode, we will give a brief thank you, uh, a, a literal, you guys ready? On three, we're going to say thank you. One, two, three. Thank, thank you. Thank you. To $1 patrons. And that's literally what it's going to be. We're going to say your name. We're going to say thank you in unison. And then if, if, you, if that's if you're a $1 or a $5 patron. And then if you're a $10 patron, obviously we will continue doing the, mm. the, the 90 second love fest that we have been doing mm. um, since we started the Patreon. Um, and if you'd like to, you know, make a string more, there's always $20. If you'd like for us to have a Disney show and a live action, a live show in Disney, you can, mm. You know, a thousand dollars for yeah. four months, and we'll yeah. do it. Make me eat my fucking words. Send send us to Disneyland. Yeah, let's get day drunk. <laughs> what if What if Kim lost this season, and we just and made her go to <laughs> Disneyland? Yeah, do it, you fucking cowards. Pay me to go to Disneyland. <laughs> all right, so you know how to contact us. All that is left is to email us or go on iTunes or hopefully Stitcher. And leave a review and a rating, uh, because we enjoy five stars out of five stars, mm-hmm. or four stars out of four stars, or three stars out of three stars. 100% of stars. Really, all of the stars number. is all that we're after. All of the stars, all of the stars. I knew you were going to do that. <laughs> Fuck. That can get cut out. That was bad. It's a bad joke. I apologize. Josh, you had to listen to copyrighted. Also that. Anyways, uh, so love us or hate us, but please, for the love of God, go rate us. Bye. Bye.
me. Okay, bye. It rhymed. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> change the, the it doesn't have to rhyme i'll end it up nika you can go next why no, would you, you put me be... in this position you, you don't can believe literally in say anything, anything you, you don't want. have to be pressured have to, to rhyme. rhyme you don't have to be pressured to rhyme it's okay <laughs> i put you in the easiest spot <laughs> i'm choking <laughs> please let us never do an irish blessing again <laughs> Do it. More wine. More wine. Alan That's an Alan Minkin. Get some Minkin and you put it in the Minkin. <laughs> I guess you could probably start the. Oh my god, Finn is wagging his tail so hard that it's thumping the bed. It is registering on the microphone. Yes. That's cute. He also, okay, I'm sorry. I'm. Before. I was like, oh god, Josh, I'm sorry. Th- that is one thing that I was like, so you mean if you don't want to ever remember your father, all you gotta do is shoot with your hand. Yeah. Shoot with your hands? Yeah, because it's, 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 it's a it's metaphor. Like a, it's like a gun. So, like, this is like the gunslinger, like, motto or slogan Josh or whatever. Adam. It's like, I do not, it, like, originally it's like, I do not shoot with my hand. I, I thought you talked about I, jacking off, and I was like, wow. Book, though. <laughs> yeah. I shoot with my mind or something. Yeah, I do not like. shoot with my hand. He who shoots with his hand has forgotten the face of yeah. his father. I shoot with my mind. <laughs> it's a metaphor. So, all you gotta do it's if you want to your father is shoot with your hand. Off talking about you could just make yourself come by thinking about your dad <laughs> i do not i do not fuck with my dick he who fucks with his dick <laughs> <forgot> <laughs> <the face laughs> <of> his <laughs> i fuck with my groin oh no that's worse i hate that